Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, here we go. It's uh, 8 past 12. Chad Hartman, Dave Harrigan, News Talk 830 W. CCL, we are here until 3. Jason Rusher will join the show like he normally does on Thursdays at 1.35. Then he'll take you home. Uh, there's no Wolves game today. Uh, and it's just an absolutely putrid performance. I can't think of anybody want to lose to a Detroit team. We'll get to that in seconds here. The Wolves go 0 for 2 against, and it wasn't Isaiah Thomas, Joe Dumars. It wasn't the Dobber, Bob Lanier. I mean, it was, I don't know who who was playing, but they lost to maybe the nicest human being I've ever met, Dwayne Casey. So Jim Pete on that at 235. I'm kidding my friend, Blair Anderson, uh, because he is uh, Mr. Detroit Sports. Blair, a fantastic career in law enforcement, recently stepped away from uh, St. Cloud, where he was the police chief for, well, you'll tell me. I know this, but I want you to tell people. Tell people when you started at St. Cloud and why you left as a, a man who looks like you're 32 years old and better shape than 97% of us. Okay. Now then I took off the sweatshirt. <laughs> Dave Harrigan, tell us what the sweatshirt says. Uh, that would be Detroit versus everybody. I mean, it's a I role like it. for Detroit. I was mm-hmm. intoxicated by the Lions on Sunday, and then last night, I mean – I don't care who the Wolves didn't have out there. They gave up 135 points to that collection. So Mr. Detroit, if my father was here, Mr. Detroit is in the building, Blair Anderson. First of all, thank you for coming here. Chad, thank you for having me. It's good to be with you, man. I really appreciate it. And and how fortuitous that I that I put this shirt on and, and you started by, you know, deriding my 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 team. Uh, and, oh. and so, you know, it's only fitting. Um there was some uh, divine intervention, clearly. It worked out very well. Uh, that, that I wore this today. All of a so. sudden, I've got my peripheral vision, Harrigan. I'm seeing Blair taking off clothes, and I'm like, what's A little early on? in the interview for that, What's isn't going it? on here? <laughs> what's going on? I mean, I'm not going to question a police chief, so do whatever you want. Well, you started with Detroit, so I figured yeah. let, me just, let me put it on full display. Okay, how many years in St. Cloud? I started there as the chief in August of 2012. And I recently retired, as you mentioned, yep. uh, uh, this past November. So I'm a, I'm a new retiree. Uh, so I got a full decade in as chief, which is um, it's a long that's a long tenure for any chief anywhere, no matter the size of the department. And uh, you know, we age in dog years uh, doing that work. But it was my privilege and pleasure 
to be of service. And what what a fantastic community St. Cloud is. Um, I mean, whenever we reached out to them, unlike what we saw all over the country, and you and I have had this discussion. Oh, yeah, we've talked many times about um, it. When, when we reached out to our community, um, they reached back. And uh, it, it matters. It helps because we can't do it by ourselves. And uh, I'll be eternally grateful to the people of St. Cloud for that. Mike Freeman just stepped down as Hennepin County Attorney. And I asked Mike Freeman last week, and you can podcast that anywhere you get podcasts, Chad Hartman Show. I said, should a Hennepin County Attorney have 24 years? And he went, in hindsight, maybe not. Is there a term, do you think, where no matter how successful he or she might be as a police chief, where you think they should just step away? I can only speak for myself, Chad. Uh, great question. But for for me, and the question is always there, when is it time to go? Um, and I heard from, from a lot of the folks that went before me and some of my mentors, you'll know. So uh, the long answer to your question is that's for other people to decide. But uh, hopefully that anybody that's sitting in that chair uh, is intellectually honest enough with themselves to know. And and for me, I'll be honest, and I told my staff this, um, I, I was out of good ideas and, and I was tired. And, and so for me, it was time to go. I, I could have stayed there and, and marked time, but that's doing a Your health service. is good. Yes. Far, did you hear something? No. Oh, okay. Far as I know. Yeah, everything's good. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, for me, it was it was just time to go. Um, and and the other part is we we worked very hard on a succession plan, and I wanted those folks um, that we developed there the the new chief Jeff, Jeff Oxton, homegrown talent, the new assistant chief Brett Muschat, homegrown, born yeah. and raised. You in know Saint these Cloud. folks well. Well, absolutely. I mean, I, I worked with them for them for for the entire time I was there, and I wanted them to have a chance. Yeah. Um, to to put their own thumbprint on what was going on in the department and, and the city, and, and they earned it. And, and so I'm, I'm real happy about that for those folks. I, I've told you this from uh, knowing a number of people in law enforcement, nowhere near as many as you, but I know people have pursued you for very prominent jobs over the years in this state, and I'm sure across the country because you're so highly regarded. Is there any scenario – where a job is presented to you at some point in 2023 where it was so good where you would go back into law enforcement? No. I'm good. I'm done. I, I don't have anything left to, to, to give them. And what helped me come to that conclusion was when, when I first started as an administrator, I was an impatient person. And just ask anybody who worked for me at the time. Not rude, um, always respectful, but impatient. Um, and I learned patience over time, and I began to become impatient again. And uh, that, that was one of many variables that helped me decide. Um, impatient with, with the activists, with the, with, with, with the politicians, impatient with people who um, were trying to tell us how we should do this and, and have never stood post. Um, and and I, I'm a good old-fashioned Midwestern boy, Chad. Two and two is four. It'll never be anything else. And um, I bristled at that. Um, I spent a lot of time at the state house battling 
uh, with those folks on the various committees and the public safety committees and that because what they were doing and what they were proposing, and I told them this, so I'm not talking out of school, it was dangerous and it was stupid. Uh, And it's funny now the new uh, session has started and public safety isn't even one of the top four things uh, that they are going to tackle. Uh, And so for me, they were – responding uh, to the most strident voices at the time, which were the advocates. I call them poverty pimps. I don't have a lot of use uh, for them because I don't know any time anywhere where an entire discipline was being told it needed to change. And and there's always room for improvement. Don't get me wrong. I'm Mm -hmm. not that guy. Sure. Um, But no subject matter experts were were even part of the discussion. Um, And and – so does, it, does this up. bother you more by the Democrats? Because clearly Scott Jensen and the Republicans this past summer, they emphasized law enforcement more than Tim Walls. Tim Walls and the Democrats won. They have now come out with abortion. They've come out with marijuana. They've come out with driver's license, sports betting, but law enforcement has not come up, so is a little more your frustration and disappointment, maybe an anger directed at the DFL? Not, not necessarily. Um, the, the, the frustration is, is there because of how we were used as a political football at, at a very critical time for us, right? Uh, the, the George Floyd murder was horrible. The whole world witnessed that, and the whole world was on fire. And our profession, our discipline was used – in my opinion, as a political football, in that the tens of millions of contacts that we have each and every year, with very few of them resulting in any force being used, let alone lethal force, to me wasn't even part of the discussion. And the men and women who go out there every day and step into the breach for perfect strangers, and, and, and guess what? We weren't drafted. We took the oath. Mm-hmm. And, and I will stand in traffic for you, a complete stranger. Those people, in my opinion, weren't being considered um, by, by all of the folks um, who had the platform at the time. So it, it doesn't matter, Democrat, Republican. I, I will say this because it's true. Uh, thank goodness the Republicans had the majority then because um, they prevented a lot of, of the lunacy from going forward because yeah. that's what it was. And, again, I'm not talking out of school, Chad. I said this uh, at the State House while I was testifying. So, Well, do you have faith in the, uh, the de- with the Democrats in charge for minimum the next two years? Do you have faith in them uh, to make some of these adjustments, to tinker, and to more dramatically make significant changes? I hope so, Chad. But you know what? We, we, here, here's the news. Um, what, what did they get done last year? Any of them? Not a lot. No. And so we'll see. Uh, uh, time will tell. I mean, I'll, I'll never lose hope. I'll always have faith. But, you know, the proof is in the pudding. And, and so I, I, get, I get tired of, of all the talk and all the discussion, and, and then nothing happens because I never, I never had that luxury in my profession to just admire the problem, right? Because mm-hmm. if you work yeah. on a problem all day, what do you have at the end of the day, Chad? A problem. Yeah. Right? You need to be working on the solutions. And I, I just don't see enough of that uh, for my liking, no, no matter no matter who's running the show. 
The voice of Blair Anderson, retired police chief for St. Cloud. Blair is going to be with us the entire hour. Let me get to some breaking news, which is significant, which I think is appropriate also. Off news coming out that for the second time in the last few weeks or a few days, to be more precise, that documents, classified documents have been found. Uh, First, Joe Biden's office. Then in his home in Wilmington, in the garage, the Attorney General Merrick Garland is explaining right now that he is appointing a special counsel to investigate the President of the United States, Joe Biden, and the documents. I believe, Dave, I saw the name Robert Herr. Robert Herr. So now we have a special counsel investigating the 45th president, and that has been in place for multiple months, and Merrick Garland, the attorney general, stepping in, and yes, I have the name correct, Robert Herr, named special counsel in the Biden documentary probe. We will certainly talk about this at different points on the show because this is major news, not just that they ran against each other in 2020, Not just that one is the president of the United States right now, but they are also the the clear-cut favorites to run against each other again in 2024. And I'll just put the opinion right here. If we all want to agree that anyone who has a special counsel investigating them is out for running as president of the United States in 2024, sign me up because I've said it many times. I don't want either as the president starting in January of 2025. Let's also declare that there are significant differences in each investigation. But, oh, by the way, we know a lot less about Joe Biden than we do Donald Trump, at least so far. 21 past 12. Back with Blair in moments here on CCM. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All right, we're going to go to a CBS update, even though I think we have most of the information down. Again, if you're just tuning in to CCO, 
This is a huge story. You cannot downplay this in any way. And this is extraordinarily rare when the current president of the United States has a special counsel appointed, Merrick Garland. Joe Biden appointed Merrick Garland, and Merrick Garland has named Robert Herr as a special counsel to look into the number of documents, classified documents, which have been found recently at a Joe Biden office and now in his garage by his Corvette. Let's just be honest. This is a person who criticized Donald Trump on a regular basis. If Donald Trump had classified documents just by uh, the Bens out there, we'd be destroying him. So Joe Biden can't say, oh, the, the garage was locked. I'm sorry, classified documents shouldn't be in your garage. Where else are they? So we'll get to an update, and then we'll get more into that at 105. My friend Blair Anderson is here. Okay, what what gives you the most optimism about future policing, and what concerns you the most about future policing? I'll take the second part first. Um, what concerns me the most is is staffing and the difficulty we are having to convince people to come in this magnanimous profession. I mean, I'm that corny guy, man. It was my privilege to be of service. And uh, we, we lost a lot of people in St. Cloud, like a lot of police departments did across the country. And in almost every exit interview, you heard the same thing. I, I don't want to go to prison for making a mistake. Um, and, and, again, I'm not an apologist for bad cops. Nobody hates a bad cop more than a good one. Um, but this is a job where you can do everything right the way you were trained, and somebody may still die, whether it's you or, or someone else that, that you're encountering. And, and so put that aside for a minute. Uh, what gives me... The most hope is is that there are still some some veteran officers out there who continue to come to work and do the job the right way for the right reason, and that never stopped. No matter what the what the what all the rancor was about um, during our our time of upheaval, those people still showed up. So, a twenty three year old male or female is intrigued about policing, but also has other opportunities. And you know this 23-year-old. Would you tell them to join St. Cloud or Minneapolis or Golden Valley? Would you tell them to go into law enforcement as precarious as that job, as challenging as that job, as rewarding as that job can be and is? Absolutely. 100%. Because we, we will always need good people to do this work and to be of service. And, and, and that would, and it has been my message. Um, we, we, we need to emphasize the service aspect of this discipline, right? The protection part is a given. Uh, and so that was one of the, my biggest selling points for potential uh, recruits was that, in fact, I, I didn't hire anybody if they hadn't volunteered somewhere uh, because I, I need people that have that type of personality. Have bought in. Yeah, that, that, that are there to be of service because we don't get the money. Uh, we, we don't want parades or medals or any of that other stuff. The cops out there, the vast majority of them that are doing the job the right way for the right reasons, want to be of service to other people. 
Uh, and I, I can't think of anything more, again, more magnanimous than that. So I, I absolutely would. Now, would I understand if, if they said no? Yeah. I, I certainly would. Uh, I mean, we lost people, and, and they didn't just leave and go to a different department, Chad. They they left the profession. I mean, I, I lost one officer that went and started selling gourmet dog food. I, I didn't even know it existed. <laughs> um, but I get it. Yeah. So. Let me yeah. jump in here. We're going to lead up to uh, CBS with the news that Merrick Garland, 15 minutes ago, has appointed a special counsel to investigate the 46th president of the United States, while we have another special counsel investigating the 45th president of the United States. We're back with Blair in moments. Here's the latest from CBS News. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Stevie Nicks today. So how do you win your tickets to see Billy Joel and Stevie Nicks? Whenever you hear Billy Joel bumper music, at some point today, when you hear Billy Joel, call in 651-461-9226. If you're the fifth caller, you win an excellent pair of tickets to see that duo at U.S. Bank November 10th. Blair, the info comes out. On, what was it, Monday evening, yesterday's paper, that Dave Hutchinson, who, while sheriff of Hennepin County, had a significant DUI, driving very fast, weapon on him, um, things scattered in his vehicle, not telling the truth in any way when he was stopped, stepping away. From the job, then later, months later, while he's not the sheriff, an investigation took place which showed while he was in charge, words he offered up of harassment, bullying, racist comments, homophobic comments. And then word comes out that because of a state law that he, like others, after serving in his particular political duty, gets his previous job back with Metro Transit. And I said this yesterday. I, I have talked to Dave a number of times. Dave, before he was a sheriff, would call into this show. I wish Dave Hutchinson no harm. There's no vendetta here. But to me, it's responsibility. And I also realize addiction and drinking and what I can do. And there are friends of mine. And I even had another friend yesterday who's very close with Hutchinson tell me, you don't know how much he's struggling. So I wish him only the best. But I also, to me, feel like you need to 
leave your previous job in some level of good standing to automatically qualify to get your previous job back. And at this point, Sheriff Hutchinson in no way left in good standing. What do you, what do you say about how this is all played out? It's a bad look. Um, and I don't know what, what standing he left Metro Transit in. I, I don't think yeah. he I don't think he left there in, I think that was in, fine. in bad standing. Yeah. Um and that has always been the law, right? To yeah. to protect people so that they can go and, and serve in, in an elected um capacity and not have to worry if they don't win again. Uh and so that, that part doesn't bother me. Um the the rest and I know Dave as well. Um and I wish him the best, just like you. Um, the new uh, revelations that came out, uh, as it were, with respect to the bullying and stuff, it, that floored me, Chad, because that that's not the Dave that I know. And now I don't work with him right. or for him. Yep. And so I'm I'm not apologizing for any of those things uh, that were alleged if they happened. Uh, he but, denied it. Yeah, it it just it doesn't sound like the the Dave I know, but clearly, um, it, he's he's been on a downward spiral here, yeah. and and clearly he's he's struggling with some things, and so I I hope he he gets it together because uh, he he's a decent human being, uh, and again, from my perspective, because I never worked for him or with him, and so I'm sure there are others that that would say, yeah, okay, kick rocks chief because yeah. that, that wasn't my experience with him and i i appreciate that uh and i'm sorry for anybody um that that did have to be on the business end of that kind of behavior if, if it's if it's true uh and so let, let's just hope he he figures it out and, and gets it straightened out retired st cloud police chief uh, blair anderson is with us you know right now one of the issues which is being debated in st paul and with most Democrats in favor, is the legalization of recreational marijuana. I've said many times that I believe marijuana should be legal. I'm libertarian on that because I believe we could go down the road of alcohol. We could go down the road of uh, prescription drugs and many others. But we also know that there is no approved way to test if presently, while you're driving, you're impaired. Very different than with alcohol. And they can measure if you have some sort of THC in your body, but that could be from three days ago when you smoked. There are many people in law enforcement who are very hesitant about the legalization of recreational marijuana. Where are you at? Um, and, and, and so let me, let me start with this. Um, there, there are some ways. Uh, there, there are drug recognition experts who are trained to, to detect uh, many different kinds of uh, yeah. illegal substances. Uh, Is that so, too subjective, though? Uh, I, I, I've, I've never been a DRE, but the training is extensive. Okay. Uh, and it's trustworthy. Okay. Uh, here, I'll, I'll say that in my professional opinion. Um, what I worry about most, if it is going to become legal recreationally, is I'll start with my own discipline. THC stays in your system longer than, than alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so if it's legal, are we going to have to have policies for our respective agencies that you, you can't do that and work here? Be, because the first thing that happens when we get involved in a critical incident or, or an officer-involved shooting or something else like that, guess what? 
they take a vial of blood yeah to to make sure that there aren't any any substances in our system right yep. alcohol right. marijuana whatever so how are we going to manage that as a profession uh and and then what challenges were there be right uh and so if we, if we institute a policy at a particular PD and says, oh, that's fine, marijuana's legal, but you, you can't use it and work here, and then somebody challenges us, now, we're, now what? We're, we're at the Supreme Court now, and, and where does that end? But it, it's more of a liability issue for me for uh, the men and women um, who, who show up to work every day in uniform. Uh, you know, as far as the rest of it, Chad, I'll be honest with you, man. I, I, I've never arrested uh, anybody who was belligerent because they were smoking weed. I, I'm just going to be honest with you. In my 27 years, I never fought with anybody on the street who was just high on weed. Uh, and and so, and and I have some family members who have used it medicinally, uh, and it's made a tremendous difference in in their quality of life. So I'm, I guess I'm libertarian. Uh, too, but, in that but area. Yeah. yeah, but but as a law enforcement official, I can see all the potential pitfalls and and where it could lead. So, uh, Minneapolis, the epicenter of the conversation about crime in this state, even before the murder of George Floyd, uh, whether it was the Star Tribune Sunday or other outlets, pointed out that in 2022. By notable percentages, some level of violent crime down from the previous year. Does that make you optimistic about where we're heading? How much of this is related to Operation Endeavor, where they've put more police in that area, but they're also using overtime and they don't have the money for it? How, sh- how For the skeptics who don't come downtown. And I don't ever get it during the day, i got to be honest. I still think there are many parts of downtown at night that are very, very safe. Sadly, there are more parts of downtown at night that 10 years ago were perfectly safe that aren't. I think you just be honest about that. How should the, the skeptics who want to come back but are uncertain about it, how should they view this as progress or a blip or where do you stand? Well, well, first of all, and I, I don't mean to be flip when I say this, it's cold as hell outside. And in the wintertime, uh, a lot of jurisdictions see uh, drops yeah. in, in, in the crime level because of the doggone weather. Let, let's just Some of it and, was and, in summer, fall, too, though. Right. And yeah. so, so what I would say to, to those folks, those skeptics, is the same thing I said to uh, our citizens in St. Cloud uh, because there were some who thought that downtown St. Cloud was just the wild, wild west. When, yeah. when in fact, the, the numbers show that it was one of the safest jurisdictions in the city. It's one of our safest beats. Um, I would tell people, live your life. You, you know, I mean, you, you, you can't, at least for me. You know, if, mm-hmm. if I want to go somewhere, I'm, I'm going and, and not just because I carry a firearm, but uh, I'm not going to let other people dictate that much of how I live my life. Now, are there places that you ought not be? Yep. Pick a city. Doesn't matter if it's Minneapolis, Detroit, Chicago, right? Yep. It, I, it doesn't matter. There are places you just ought not be. Uh, and, and so I, I guess I, I don't want to, I don't want to live in fear like that or, or be in prison, especially when there's so much, 
um, to offer here. I, I've never lived in Minneapolis, believe it or not, um, but my wife is a, is a, is a South Sider. Um, but Minneapolis has a lot to offer. It man. does. It, it is. It yeah. is a. It is a. I'll say a small city because I'm from some place that's five times larger. Yeah. But it has a big city feel, right? If if you want culture, if you want theater, if you want great restaurants, if you you know whatever you want, you can get it here, and then you can leave. Let me jump in. I wish I had more time. We got about two minutes. As a black man, as a former police officer, when we think of racism within police departments, are we getting better at ridding those individuals, the small percentage who are part of it? Is it status quo or is it getting worse? Depends on where you are, Chad. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've had my battles. Uh, and anybody who looks like me in this profession, particularly in this state, uh, and you have to remember there's there's only 10,000-some cops in this state. Less than 300 are people of color. Um, Way and, too low. And, and, and I have worked with phenomenal people, right, that don't look like me uh, of all ethnicities. So once again, it's a very small percentage, and I'm not trying to evade your question, uh, of people but for me, wherever that exists, that's a leadership issue more than anything else. And, and so perhaps that's the way it – well, not perhaps. That's the way I would have addressed it while I was sitting in that seat and did. It's a leadership issue because you can rid yourself uh, of people like that if you don't want that to be part of your culture. Um, uh, you know, you manage people where they are, and and if they're not getting on the train, is leaving the station anyway, um, and and so you do your best to keep that kind of nonsense out of your culture, right? Every police department has a personality like like any other uh, entity, and uh, there's just no place for that anywhere, as we all know. Um, but but to to deny that it exists in in certain places is again, you're being intellectually dishonest. So. I blame the leaders when things like that go on in places. We've been talking for years on the radio. We've become good friends. I really appreciate you coming down. Let's let's keep doing this on a on a semi regular basis. Chad, my my privilege and pleasure, man, to be here with you all today. And and Dave and uh, I, I do. I, I thank you is not enough. I appreciate it. And my my shameless plug, I, I gave to Dave uh, on the break that um, I'm looking for an internship uh, here. So here. I can, we got a, we got a rigorous criteria, radio. too. We have a very – I thank you for your service, most importantly. Blair Anderson with us here on CCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.